Peace and Black Power family, it's your host Lita, and welcome to yet another episode of Akata Girl Chronicles, where we talk all things black culture, black power, social justice, and so much more. Now before we begin this episode, I just want to take a moment to reflect on the life and legend of Toni Morrison. Uh, I know my earliest interactions with her work was The Bluest Eye. It, it just blew my mind how someone could write so eloquently about and realistically about, you know, colorism and black identity. And it was one of those it was one of those novels that kind of was transformative to you where you just started looking and thinking about things differently. Um, and that also led me to read other works of hers like Song of Solomon and Sula. And I think any black academic scholar or creative um, definitely felt her loss, but I just want to take the time to say that we know that her spirit is among us and in the work that we continue to do um, is specifically when we create contact for black people and for our community. Um, so while Mama Morrison is gone um, physically, we want to thank her so much for sharing her 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 gifts so boldly and so free and being unapologetic about who and why she was writing, um, who she was writing for and why she was writing. Um, and just understand that, you know, her work will be continued through us. Asanta Sana, Toni Morrison. All right, so getting into this week's episode. Um, now, earlier this week, I had asked some of my IG friends to share some tea with me about what they wanted to talk about Um what they wanted you know the next podcast to be about and I kind of already had an idea but I just um generated some what can I add or what can what do you want to see the direction of the podcast um going because this is just as much as my platform as it is yours so I want to make sure that you know my topics and everything are relevant and several people had asked me about my thoughts on the uh upcoming presidential election and the democratic the current democratic candidates now I can't even name all of the Democratic candidates, so I'm not even going to try to. I think the the ones that stick out the most to people are Kamala Harrison, Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren, um, Bernie Sanders, Julian Castro, Pete Buttigieg. Buttigieg, I, honey, like I said, I'm not even. Not to say that I'm not involved I'm not watching I'm not understanding what's going on it's just political theater has just never really been my thing um but living in the DMV area uh you kind of cannot get away from it because it's right around the corner you know it's a it's a part of the culture of DC so you kind of are you need to engage to even have something to talk about with people right um so when people ask my opinion on politics, it's kind of a, I don't know, I don't want to say a double-edged sword, but it's kind of one of those things where it's like, eh, it's cool to talk about, but at the end of the day, what are we really talking about when it comes to the president and what they do, and, and especially with my own politics that I align more so with what's going on in the black community, I'm going to ask those questions of as far as like, what are you going to do for black people? And what I tend to see more so from candidates is a level of pandering that makes me uncomfortable because it makes me feel like these politics in general, I don't care if you're Democrat, liberal, or if you are Republican, conservative, whatever, I just feel like black people are not taken seriously politically and 
that's an issue, but there's also a reason why we're not taken seriously. So I think for this episode, that's kind of what I'm going to delve into as far as what it means to have a black political force or black political power um, and the importance of organizing and culture um, that will really that is more so relevant to what we need to be doing as black people and not just relying on um, politicians to get the job done. So one of the top prominent scholars that I um, been researching and studying with was Dr. Amos N. Wilson. And I posted a clip of one of his speeches on um, the blueprint for black power on my page. And he talks about what is culture, right? And what is, how important culture is to the black community and how we can build culture to then build power within um, any sector that we're in, right? Um, and one of the things he talks about with culture is how it's a movement of organized people, organized thoughts, organized um, agenda, uh, where a group of people have come together and said, this is who we are, this is what we are about, and this is how we move, right? Um and the reason why that is so important is that when you have a collective um, and a collaborative collective, that is how we come to understand what the issues are and we can clearly set saying, hey, this is us as a community, this is what we're doing, right? So the reason why I'm bringing all of this up um, when we start looking at the presidential candidates as well as going into an election year, I want everyone, specifically, very specifically, Black Americans, um, to really pay attention to the line of questioning that candidates are being asked and ask if that's really something that is pertaining to us. Because yes, while we are all Americans, quote unquote, uh, the LGBT community, they have a set uh, agenda for what they need and what they need what they need to have done. Women have a set agenda for what they need and what they want to have done. Uh, 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 rural, rural people, they have a set agenda for what they need and what they need to have done. So as black people, we need to have a set agenda for what we need and what we need to have done. Um, uh, I think this past week, ASAP Rocky was sprayed by... Um, Donald Trump and Trump said, uh, you know, the African community is calling me and telling me how grateful they are, right? Well, who in the African American community? Cause I didn't call them. Did you call them? If you called him, please let me know. DM me. Let me know if you called them. But this, that, to me, that's an example of a very loose base, right? We have people who write letters to their congressmen and, and are involved in uh, going to the Capitol Hill or going down to the Hill, but if we are just shuffling papers and just having mute talking points or the same talking points reiterated over and over and over again and no movement, how much is, is black political power really respected in the aspect of having an agenda of this is who we are, this is what we need, and these are what you know, this is what you need to do in order to gain our votes. It's a lot of pandering that goes on to the black community. Um, you know, hot sauce in my bag. I listen to Tupac. You know, I smoke weed. You know, those are things that are kind of like you candidates are trying to be cool with us and show us that we're down and not really 
and it gives them an excuse to not really listen. You know, like, what do you mean I don't like the black community? I like hot sauce. You know, that line of thinking. And so when it comes to Kamala Harris and, and people to gig and Joe Biden and all those things, I think holding, I pay attention to how they take accountability. Um, I think Kamala Harris during one of the debates, one of the other candidates to Lucy, or I'm sorry if I'm butchering her name. Um, but they questioned her about her prosecutorial, uh, record, right? This woman has been known to lock your ass up. She lock you up. You know, that's really what it is. And when we talk about police brutality and prison reform and um, prison justice just within the black community, how does she align with that? Now, I'm not saying that people cannot change or have a change of heart or attitude. But to me, I felt watching it that there was an air of pomposity like you're not even prepared to answer these questions and you know these are criticisms about you so that makes me think like oh well it's a non-issue to you so if you're gonna make it a non-issue to other people you know what I mean whether whether rumors are true or not you should at least be prepared to speak on it and the fact that you weren't even prepared to address it or speak on it or you feel like one conference uh one press conference was going to be enough to to merit, you know, the key to the kingdom, per se, to me, that just shows a disingenuous interest in, in really understanding as to why you are being asked these questions. I mean, if you can't take that hard line of questioning, how am I now supposed to trust you as the political leader of the, the quote-unquote free world, right? Um I think it's very important that whatever candidate that you choose to support, um, that you're holding can candidates accountable to the black community. Um, you know, who are, is the African-American community that, you know, is consulting Trump on what's important to us and what's not? And if we as a party, as a coalition, we're not collaborative in our culture and we have not created a culture where we are organized and we are strategic in the things that we do, especially when it comes to politics, then what are we doing? We can no longer be placated or satisfied with getting the crumbs off of the table and just thinking, oh, well, you're American, so what we give you is should just blanket you to know. Is the reason why we have so many different specific audiences that they know to go to, not just going down to the black church to win, uh, to win votes or elections. I'm talking about I want to see a candidate come out to Southeast D.C. in Congress Heights, sit down with uh, uh with the commissioner board, and let's talk about what is needed. We have gentrification going on at rapid rates all across the city. I want a candidate to speak on that. I have we have black mothers who are dying in hospitals at a rapid rate I want a candidate to talk about that you know these are things that I feel like if you are not able to address on your own or when confronted to you can't really speak to it because someone has to educate you about it or someone has to to talk to you give you talking points about it but you can so freely talk about you know the uh the middle class work or you so freely talk about you know you'll be at the gay pride parade with uh rainbows dripping and you understand they plight and what they're doing and what's going on with them I'm not saying that you shouldn't but the fact that when it comes to the black community we have very little policy to even address or little policy that's even being addressed when it comes to us specifically 
you know um so that's really my my take on politics in general um so I feel as though if these people are coming in as public servants, we have to hold them accountable to just that, to being a servant and of service to American people, but also black American people. It's okay to say that we, the black people, this is our agenda. And this is how you, if you want our votes and not just voting blindly Democrat, not just saying, well, anybody is better than Trump, not just saying, well, you know, you got to pick somebody and anybody is, no. We have to be critical, we have to be strategic, and we have to set, this is what, if you don't want us, if you want us to vote for you, if you want us to put our trust in you in making policy decisions and everything like that, then this is the things that we need to see from a candidate. That's the only way that we are ever going to see um, any type of respect, I would say, for um, black political culture. But, um... As I wrap up this episode, I want to remind everyone that the National Black United Front is going to be having their Feed the Hood and Community Cleanup Day August 17th. Um, I think the Feed the Hood is going to be at the Berry Farms Recreational Center. And the cleanup is going to be on the um, Avenue of Malcolm X in uh, Martin in the little park area right there, Malcolm X Park right there. So um, if you're in the D.C. area and looking to have a community service day, please feel free to come out. There's links in my bios to register or donate or however you want to support. Um, I also have the information on my page as well. Um, So, again, thank you guys so much for rocking with me. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please stay tuned. There's going to be another episode dropping next week. I think it's going to be fire and a lot of stuff that's just been um, working and moving. So, again, thank you guys so much and have a wonderful, beautiful day. Bye.